Section 14G, Staff Level Communication. Spoken communication via the meeting. Meetings are used to share information, solve problems, plan, brainstorm, or motivate. Whatever their purpose, you need to know some basics about conducting an effective meeting. Planning the meeting. Success or failure in a meeting can usually be traced to the planning phase. The key issues associated with planning a meeting are listed below. As you review these items, remember to check on what are standard operating procedures in your organization. Meetings come in all flavors, from totally spontaneous to highly structured and ceremonial. Most are in the middle. If a group has been meeting regularly for a while, try to find out how they have done business in the past. Decide if the meeting is appropriate. If you can achieve the goal by speaking face-to-face -face with one or two people, scheduling a formal meeting might not be necessary. If the goal is to just pass on information, consider if sending an email is a viable and appropriate substitute for the meeting. Define the purpose. Every meeting should have a purpose, and if there is no purpose, you should not meet. When thinking about the purpose, define in terms of the product wanted at the end of the meeting, and what purpose will the product be used for. Decide who should be invited. Invite only those directly involved in the issues being discussed. If you are trying to solve a problem or make a decision on a controversial issue, make sure you have adequate representation from all groups who have a voice in the decision. If you only invite people with one point of view, your meeting will run smoothly, but your decision may not stand up later. Decide where and when the meeting should occur. Ensure the time is convenient for the people who are required to be there. Keep the meeting under an hour or plan for breaks. Finally, reserve the room. Plan for capturing meeting information. If this is not a routine meeting with an appointed recorder, take a moment to think about how you will capture the meeting information, both in the meeting itself and afterwards. Capturing information during the meeting. This can be done by using standard note-taking procedures, ensuring your meeting place has either a dry erase board, butcher paper, or other note-taking capabilities will assist in getting this accomplished. Capturing information after the meeting. Meeting minutes captured the process and outcome of the meeting. Minutes closed the loop on the meeting and let the attendees know what was decided. Send out an agenda. Create an agenda and send the agenda to attendees no later than one or two days before the meeting. The agenda should include the date, time, location, and purpose of the meeting. This advance notice gives everyone an opportunity to prepare their thoughts and know where the meeting is going before they get there. Running the meeting. Avoid dragging out a meeting unnecessarily. Start on time. Stay on time. Meetings should start on time with an upbeat note, so do not wait for tardy attendees. State your desired outcome. Follow the agenda. People generally don't like when a meeting deviates from the agenda. Review the agenda in the opening minutes of the meeting to remind everyone of the goals and plan for the meeting. Understand group dynamics. If you're in charge of a group that will meet over a period of time, you should learn the basics about group dynamics. In group dynamics, which will be experienced in meetings, teams or groups move through predictable stages. 
To avoid frustration, becoming familiar with these stages is important. Forming stage. When a team is forming, members cautiously explore the boundaries of acceptable group behavior. The forming stage is a stage of transition from individual to member status and of testing the leader's guidance, both formally and informally. Because so much is going on to distract the member's attention in the beginning, the team accomplishes little, if anything, that is concerned with the project goals. Do not be overly concerned. This is perfectly normal. Storming stage. Probably the most difficult stage for the team is the storming stage. The team members begin to realize the task is different and more difficult than imagined, and they become testy, accusatory, or overzealous impatient with the lack of progress, but still too inexperienced to know much about decision-making or the scientific approach. Members argue about what actions the team should take. They try to rely solely on their personal and professional experience, resisting any need for collaborating with other team members. Their behavior means team members have little energy to spend on progressing towards the team's goal, but they are beginning to understand one another. Norming stage. During the norming stage, members reconcile competing loyalties and responsibilities. They accept the team, team ground rules or norms, their roles in the team, and the individuality of fellow members. Emotional conflict is reduced as previously competitive relationships become more cooperative. As team members begin to work out their differences, they now have more time and energy to spend on the project. Thus, they are able to at last start making significant strides. Performing Stage By the time of the performing stage, the team has settled their relationships and expectations. At last, team members have discovered and accepted each other's strengths and weaknesses and learned what their roles are. The team is now an effective, cohesive unit. They can begin performing, diagnosing and solving problems, and choosing and implementing changes. You can tell when your team has reached the performing stage because you start getting a lot of work done, finally. Follow-up, preparing meeting minutes. Follow-up involves sending out meeting minutes and starting the whole cycle over again. Prepare meeting minutes in the official memorandum format. Minutes are a clear summary of the participants' comments and document planned or completed actions. Date the minutes the day they are distributed. The names of members present may be listed in two columns to save space. Place information regarding a future meeting in the last paragraph. When a person signs a paper as a member of a board or committee, the signature element indicates that person's status on that board or committee, not on any other position the person may hold. To approve the minutes, type approved as written, two lines below the recorder's signature block followed by the approving authority's signature block. Minutes are typed either single or double-spaced, with additional space between items of business and paragraphs. The format should be neat and orderly, paying particular attention to uniformity of margins and text. Spell names correctly, use acceptable grammar, and construct and punctuate sentences well. All verbs should be in past tense. The order of the minutes usually coincides with the order of the agenda and generally includes items such as kind of meeting, regular, special, etc., day, date, time, and place of meeting. 
the word minutes in the heading. Name of the meeting body. Opening paragraph, that is, the executive committee met for blank meeting on day, date, and time. Members present and absent. Action taken on last meeting's minutes. Reports. Current business with complete discussions and conclusions. Old business with discussions and follow-up as recommended. New business with discussions and recommendations. Adjournment.